Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. Thank you so much for tuning in to another empowering cafecito chat. I'm so excited because as you know, we kicked off season five with the Fearless Men series. I felt it on my heart to bring on men who could empower women to be everything that God created them to be. And I just love the way this season has been going. The men that have been on so far have really been authentic, have truly shared their heart, and it's been so refreshing. I believe that we can learn so much from men, and especially those who are really using their gifts for God and living those God-centered lives. So let me welcome my friend Shay Watson, who is here to talk about what it means to live a fearless life, and also the power of having God in the center of your life. So Shay Watson is a biomedical engineer technician. He says he's just a man who loves Jesus. Michelle, his wife, and the Pantry Podcast co-host adds the rest. Shay is a veteran of the U.S. Army and a soldier in the Army of the Lord. After running to everything but Jesus for 41 years, he submitted to the Lord on New Year's Day. It was then that Christ miraculously delivered Shay from addiction, PTSD, delusions, and flashbacks, and awakened his hunger for the Lord. Now Shay leads their church's men's ministry and a life group, works a nine-to-five, and runs in full-color ministries to spread the gospel and stock their food pantry in Kisumu, Kenya. Hope I said that right. But let me say, whether you believe in God or not, you cannot argue with the life of someone who has been transformed, right? These powerful stories really leave you so inspired and I think show you a different perspective that like it's not always religion. It's sometimes that people like myself, we have found love and acceptance in God. And so I love that Shay is here and also his wife is sitting in. I met them three years ago almost, I believe. And they're just so real. They're like so real and so cool. And I love them so much. And so please welcome my friend Shay Watson. I know this conversation's going to just inspire you and fill your heart with hope. Please share this episode with your amigas and your amigos. I always say this, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. You can find all of Shay's contact links in the show notes. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about their podcast, you want to go listen to it. Shay and Michelle both host the Pantry Podcast. Uh, you can go to Instagram, go to the Pantry Podcast, and then you can find out more. Uh, but again, you can find all of Shay's info in the show notes. God bless you. Welcome to the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. 
I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast. It's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. girl welcome to another episode of the fearless muhead i'm so excited because as you know we kicked off season five with the fearless men series and i said this already i'm gonna say it again i don't agree with culture that all men are toxic because i think that humans are toxic because we grow up in brokenness and dysfunction and sometimes we have toxic traits but that's another topic today though i'm super super excited because I have a friend who I've known him and his wife for, I don't know, what, like three years? It's been a long time. It's been about three years, I think. Yes. And we met on social media. We met through like a podcasting network during the pandemic. So it's, it's really crazy because I think God just puts certain people in your life. And as you go on your journey, right, God will continue to just like connect you all. So Shay Watson, welcome to the Fearless Mohead Podcast. Man, it is awesome to be here. Always exciting. Just sit down and, and chop it up. Thank you. Thank you. And Michelle, his wife is here too. She's my friend. So I'm like, girl, <laughs> pop in, please. I'm just lurking. What'd you say? She was ear lurking. She was ear hustling. <laughs> ear hustling. Yeah, ear hustling. I'm, okay. I'm my listeners mom from the hood. So whatever. I, know. I just have a front row seat right now, but there's another episode where I'll be more active. So right now I'm just here. Well, thank you for being here. I I think you're like, no lie. I think you guys are two of the coolest people, married people. I love what I know we don't live near each other, but I love watching your journey, your ministry journey, your podcast journey, all of it. It's so like encouraging. And I'm like, man, it, it just reminds you of the of the scripture, like as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And that's what I think about marriage. So um, that'll have to be for our other episode. But uh, Shay, can you tell listeners um, more about you? Just even tell us, I know you were saying that you had uh, tacos on Christmas. So tell us what's your favorite food too, if you want to throw that in there. I'm just a nobody <laughs> trying to tell everybody all about somebody to save my soul. That's that's me in a nutshell. Uh, look, Close. 2014. Look, I hit rock bottom. I hit the rock of salvation, which is Jesus. And let me tell you something. I recognize the redemptive power that He has, and and how He speaks our identity into us. And from mm-hmm. that moment on, it was just on. It was like fire. I was like, "Come on, let's go now." 
that means you grow, right? You move. So what did I do? I'm like, man, I love this. And God just kept saying, okay, come on, keep moving, keep moving. And then eventually you learn it's a calling and you just keep moving and you keep moving. Next thing you know, it's like eight years later, I think it is eight years later, you're running men's ministry, you're running youth ministry, you're on a podcast, um, you're about to be ordained. And it's just like, it's a crazy world, but you know what? It's all about sharing that message of redemption and identity for me. Um, And so that's, that is about me. And then, you know, you said, what's your favorite food? Okay, look, y'all. I'm the gringo on the show. Anyways, I had to say that. You knew I was going to throw that in. But look, even with that, I I hate Christmas dinners. Like, I'm one of the people that's like, wait, turkey again, ham again, stuffing, all this stuff. So I was like, honey, I want to do something different this year. And we had some local friends that were going to come over and visit because they didn't, you know, they didn't have family local. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, hey, you know what? I want to make tacos. And so we did tacos de lengua, tacos de carne. Wow. You know, Michelle, Michelle threw down uh, the tongue, you know, got it cooked up, got it all cut up. Wow. I, did, I, did the, I did the beef. And then we just had tacos de carne, Mexican style. You would have been proud, except, <laughs> hold on, because we got beat up on this one by one person. I did flour tortillas because my- But you made them handmade, you said. Yeah, yeah. I made them by hand. You got a Mexican card. You're good. (laughs) But, but, you know, I did it. Hey, girl, you be proud. I did it with like, you know, the the cilantro, the the cheese, cheese, some crema. Hey, come on. It was good. See, that's that's how I know you lived in some type of hood some time ago. Girl, I lived in the hood. But (laughs) But anyway, look, my listeners know that I love tacos. I will always find a reason to sneak tacos in the episode. And I've been that way since I had the other podcast. So nothing has changed. (laughs) But thank you again. And, you know, I even though, yes, this is like a Latina podcast, right? It, it is for anyone who resonates with this message. And I love to learn from others. And I think that I, I feel like that's why when you when you are a believer, you automatically have this bond with other people that are believers. Like, oh, you're my sister, sister. You're my brother, brother. You know, it just, it, it's this beautiful, I guess, harmony, this unity, this uh, refreshing kind of like, you're you're real you're the real deal and that's what i think when i think about you guys like you guys are the real deal you know and i love that because we don't need religion religion has messed up so many people from just like leaving the church and leaving god and so i say that as someone who got hurt in church which we're not going to talk about that today but um, I just want to say thank you because anytime I see you guys, I see what you're doing. I'm like, oh, I love these people. They're like, they're like so refreshing. And even when I like message you guys here and there, you know, occasionally I'm like, love you guys <laughs> because I do you know I love what? you guys. We love you too. I can say that with my wife. Yes. <laughs> we love you too. No I, no, I just think it's awesome what you're saying about unity and, and coming together in the body of Christ. And, and that's one thing that the world doesn't offer. And, yeah. and whoever's listening to this right now, whether they believe in God, they don't believe in God, maybe they're struggling with God, don't take how we act sometimes as what it is. Because, yeah. you know, God did say, or Jesus said, he said, no, there's no Jew, there's no Greek, um, yeah. however you want to look at that, but that's an inspired word. So he says, there is no Jew, there is no Greek. We all come together under this banner of the kingdom of God. And yeah. when we do that, we can find the unity that we all desire and want. The problem is we still live in a broken world. There's still going to be, you know, ununified fronts and we just got to dig through it. But when we connect to people and we start to, you know, have that conversation and really dig into like, not just this religion, but into the word of God, 
man, you really, yeah. when you're doing that iron sharpening iron, like, you, you know, like you said, it's like, wow, all of a sudden it's powerful. And, and you start to form these relationships like us, you know, like we yeah. do with you that, that we might not talk all the time, but it's like my sister's on, I'm talking to my sister right now and, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. I'm going to get emotional. I just, I, I, I feel that, and I don't know why, maybe, maybe someone needs to hear this. I feel that there's no realness anymore. There's so much fake, especially with social media and all that, that like when you find the realness that like, for example, I am a believer, right? I love Jesus. I'm not perfect. Occasionally, you know, a cuss word comes out. It's not because I mean to be that way. It's just, you know, when you grow up from the hood, you get a little messed up. (laughs) But um, all that to say, like, when you find the realness, something solid, that, like you said, people are looking for that. And so um, that's why I love podcasts like yours. Um, not because this is my podcast, but if it wasn't my podcast, I would be like, man, I need this. This is real, you know? Um, so all that to say, this is Fearless Men series. This is part three. Shay, I want to ask you, what does it mean to you to live a fearless life? For me to live a fearless life, first you got to define fear. The world sees fear as something where I'm afraid. The world sees fear where, you know, I'm shaking, I'm seeing the world crumble around me, I'm watching things fall apart, maybe. Maybe eggs are like $9. <laughs> However, that's the newest thing, by the way. I know. <laughs> like, really? Eggs? Okay, anyways. So then I got my little, oh, I got a little pet. pet oh, we got chickens. Look, here we go. Yes. We got chickens. You guys are and good. <laughs> and there's this little, like, uh, there's a little meme, and it's like a, 12, it's like a dozen eggs sitting there and it's like three eggs per baggie with like $15 <laughs> laid out. It says, I didn't choose this life. This life chose me. <laughs> and it's almost like going back to her, like, oh man, there's a need, man. I got the supply. Yo, I'm going to serve it up. But, but in a reality, this fearlessness, right? Um, I want to look at fear in two ways. I want to look at fear that the world has, but I also want to live in that fear of reverence. See, when I live in that fear of reverence, as the Bible defines it, see, we can miss, we can, we could ch- ch- confuse that. And think that when it says, fear the Lord, I'm supposed to be trembling and scared and cowering down. But when it says, fear the Lord, it's, it's this empowerment. It's like, here I am with my reverent father. And, and in that word, it's reverence. And so we sit there in that reverence and we're like, okay, I'm in my father's hands. I'm in my father's grasp. I, if I stumble, he picks me up. He's there. If I skin my knee, he holds me and says, it's okay. And he says, but we can keep going. And so my fearlessness is living in that reverence, knowing that the God that I believe in and serve is the true God. And he is there for me and he's not against me. And he's there to hold me in his right hand. Wow. I love that because, you know, I resonate with that. And I think I've told my listeners, like, if you like me a little, it's because of God. Because I think when you know and understand, right? You tell me your story of like maybe how you grew up or just being out there, right? Living, living the vida loca, I will just say it like that. Um, but no one really knows the pain that you endure when you're living this really a destructive kind of life, right? And I and I'm speaking for myself right now. So when you have tried everything, everything out there, the men you know, for me, not for you, for me, but like the relationships, right? The the drugs, the drinking, whatever it is to really feel whole and satisfied. And then you come to like God as like, I've tried everything. 
will you love me? Will you forgive me? Will you give me this new life that you talk about? And he comes through. How do you ever go back to like being who you were, living how you were? So I resonate so much with when people share their stories of of why, why did I choose God? Because the Bible says that God first chose us, but we had to choose him too. And so I love what you're sharing because people are going to disappoint us. The things out there in this world, they're going to leave us broken, right? If we tie our identity into it. So being fearless, yeah, that's exactly what it means that like, I have God, he has my back. Mm. There, There's no way, even if I feel like a failure, even if I do fail, he's going to turn this around, right? Like it says in Romans 8, 28. So I love that you share that because I really want people to understand that. I really want women to understand that, hey, your brokenness, your pain, that doesn't mean that you can't live a fearless life because that's exactly what God gives you. And it's not that you're invincible, right? It's that you live a life according to his purpose, you know? So uh, I love it. I like, I could just like break that down. (laughs) But it's perfect because what you're saying is true. Um, now, I also look at the people who've been in church their whole life, and I'm like, wow, you guys are amazing. Like, hold on, I tried everything, and you really, like, just stuck it out. And I'm like, oh. And and it's and, and so there's, like, two sides of that story, because there's always people like, oh, my gosh, I, I I don't even understand how, you know, like, wow, you're amazing that you come through all this. And I'm like, oh, no, no, hold on. You're amazing for, like, not falling into those Fowler's traps. And, wow. I'm, and, so, and so, you know, if, if you wanted to hear my story, just real quick, I'm going to put a little caveat yes. in there. Go to De La Fe Testimonies um, on YouTube. I just posted about maybe three weeks ago, and it tells my whole testimony. And it's like you're saying. It's like broken after broken after broken after broken. Both the world breaking me and then people breaking me. Or the world mm. breaking me and then me breaking myself, really. Um, but, you know, when I came to Christ in 2014, look, y'all, I was 41 years old. So I, I had a long run <laughs> of trying everything else. But there was one verse in and it just stuck out to me all the time. It was Isaiah 52, 12, where it says, you will not leave in a hurry running for your lives for the Lord will go ahead of you. Yes. The God of Israel will protect you from behind. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got my back. You know, we used to grow up in the neighborhood. I got your back, dog. I got your back. And it's like, now, now you got this guy who's like, whoa, the reverence, the, the power, the omnipresence, the omnipotent and all of these great things, right? Omniscient. And he's got my back. Oh, hold up. I got, it's amazing to know that. And then we move forward and we roll and we run and we just keep going. I love it. Okay. So good. And, and I feel like this kind of ties into my next question, right? Because for the listener that might hear occasionally, because I talk about this often, like you're calling what God calls you to do. So we know God gives us a calling. And first that is to really live for him, right? Honor him. Um, However, he also gives us dreams and this purpose and things that he wants us to do, right, for him, for to be a light into this world. So, Shay, as someone who, because, okay, we didn't talk about you guys have a podcast, you guys do a lot of stuff, right? But as someone who I see both of you, right, you and your wife doing these amazing things and really using your gifts, like Michelle is so gifted, right? And so, what happens so when you're walking your calling, you're going through life and like trying to be obedient to what he calls you to do, but then life doesn't go as planned? What then? 
You mean like when the trap door falls out, <laughs> you're walking, next thing you know, you're like falling. You're like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We actually went through the episode recently on our podcast, uh, and it was called The Ark We Saw. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the episode title. And it was like this whole thing about we thought we were moving to Arkansas. We were excited. We were going to be closer to you. We are like, oh, my gosh, we'll just be down the road. We could jump in a car. We can go visit all of our friends. Man, it's going to be an awesome ministry. We can get out of this craziness of Washington, D.C. and just be like, okay, we're done. And and we found out real fast that, you know what, that was our heart. And it wasn't God's heart. And 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 we had to do some real some reconciliation there with our with our own feelings and saying, okay, look, we were we were going in a direction. We were going in this direction and it was and it ends up, you know, you think it's work, because I mean, you were in on this. We were calling you and telling you it's like it looked like things were just lining. Mm-hmm. But I think the underlying there was we wanted to leave here because we didn't want to go through what was happening. Wow. And 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 this is behind the lines in Washington, DC, the Maryland area where we live. Mm-hmm. People don't, you walk down the street, if you start talking about Jesus, they kind of like just blow you off or, or move away. Wow. Um, they don't want to hear the word of God because they they have what they need or what they think they need. And of course you watch them and you can see their faces, they're depressed, they're not going through, they don't look happy. But it's like, okay, I know what you need, but you don't want to hear me. And so we're mm-hmm. like, ooh, our escape, our escape. And then it just went poof. So the first thing that I, I I do personally when that happens, and it's it's one of, I think it's an imperative step in anyone's life, is I pray. Mm. I pray. We got to keep the communication lines open with that sovereign Lord that we're talking about. This God that's just so just so powerful and just in control and just got me. We need that communication line. We need to be praying without ceasing and trusting and knowing and listening. That's the other one. We got to pause. So we got to pray, right? And then we got to pause. Because if we if we're, if we're sitting there and we're just talking all the time, you ever have one of them friends to just I could be that friend. No, I'm kidding. Well, no, you actually pause. <laughs> but, I'm but, like, wait, shut up and listen to them now. And I'm not saying you shouldn't approach God like that because you just throw it out there, vomit it out. I don't care how you talk, whatever. <laughs> but you also need to take that time and pause because we need to hear what the spirit is saying to its church or to us. Yeah. We need to hear what God is saying to us. Um because in that in that prayer, we're, we're we're asking questions, right? Well, you don't ask questions and then answer it yourself. I mean, so you want you want God to step in and take control of this, and so we we sit in that prayer, which you know that includes a lot of different things. Watch this, you know, He doesn't just come out in some audible voice in my house, like all of a sudden from the rooftops. He's like, "Shay, <laughs> do not fear, I am the Lord." No, that's not how this works. <laughs> So I'm in the word of God. I'm praying. I'm really keeping my lines open so that I pray. Then I stop and pause to listen because listening, we got to dig in. We got to dig in to to his word because during those times of of struggle, that is when our identities start to get attacked. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm, yeah. Should I do like Satan? You failed. Now, look, that could be Satan. That could be yourself. Because <laughs> yeah. we, we are horrible judges of ourselves too, but we got to dig into the word of God. Um, we need that guidance. We need that correction. And we need that direction. Wow. I love that. Oh, my goodness. And I, I love what you're saying too, because you're right. And I had just shared, um, I shared it in Spanish, but I was sharing how just because things are happening around you doesn't mean you're unworthy. Mm. And how many times whether it's because of our own making, right, um, or just because things aren't going as planned, how many times do we feel that, oh, because this isn't working out, I'm not good enough? 
I'm not worthy. I'm a failure. And so I think that you're absolutely right. Like, and we know that, like, we need to come back to God, right? That's, that's kind of where, like you shared earlier, it's empowering. It's not a rules thing, right? It's not a, oh, I have to read my word. No, it's how we get fed. It's, it's how we get refreshed, right? And so I love that you shared that because yeah, it's like, it all comes back to just coming back to God. Right. And even if we mess up, right? Because I mess up. I'm I'm a human. I mean, <laughs> we, we all do. We all know, fall short. <laughs> sometimes I think I'm so smart, and I'm God's <laughs> like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> so I love that you shared that. Um, so and, and just I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one more yeah. thing in there because I think it's it's also being prepared. So in this prayer and pausing, you're also you have been preparing for this. Oh, that's good. Okay, so Psalms one nineteen eleven says, "I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you." If you only pray when you're in trouble, you're in trouble. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's, that is good. I don't know if you guys have done an episode on that, but <laughs> you need to do an episode on that because that's, that's <laughs> so true. Right? Like you only, oh my God, that's a whole other episode. Okay. To save time, I'm not even going to go there. But um, as we wrap up, I just want to ask you, Shay, as a man, as a father, as a son of God, right? As a husband and, and just an adult, right? Like we have two adults, right? So it's easy to kind of just go with the flow of life. And then I feel that sometimes God gives us extra things to do. And you're like, wait, hold on, God. I'm like trying to juggle all these things. Right. And, and the listeners that I talk to, they're, they're women like me, they're busy moms, busy women, right? They're trying to accomplish their goals. And so as from your perspective, how do you pursue your dreams? What God calls you to do? How do you do that with actual like fearlessness and motivation and and I guess like joy? Because it can be so easy to get tired of doing the work that God calls us to do. You know, I, I've been kind of setting this up because I got three P's, by the way. <laughs> I got three P's. <laughs> Pray, pause, proceed. Mm-hmm. It all blends together. It's the three P's that I, I, I teach. It's the three P's that I, I encourage other people to use in their lives. Because really what you're doing is you're sitting there, you're sitting in front of God. Now, I always tell this joke. <laughs> it's, I used to have it as a pause, pray, proceed. Yo, I'd, pro- I'd pause, forget to pray, and I'd be all over the place. <laughs> so now it's just that straight up connection to God. Hey, God, here I am. I'm, 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 oh, man, I'm undone. I am undone. Wow. But like dreams and aspirations, we have to understand that God has a will and a plan in a way. And when we proceed, so we're praying, we're pausing. So we're, we're praying, we're talking, we're hearing, and now we're proceeding, but we're proceeding in a way that, that God is guiding. And we have to understand, and that's also a benefit in encouragement as well, because when we know that we're in the will of God, that means that we're moving forward in the direction that we need to go. And we know that that direction is going to be established for us, a righteous path put in front of us, right? It's going to be what he establishes. So then when something happens along that path, well, you know that you're, you know, you, you, we know we're always in the water with God anyways. Mm-hmm. Out of Ezekiel, I think it was Ezekiel or one of those, maybe Isaiah, but we're, it talks about the water and being in the water. Now imagine being in a river. A river is sometimes smooth and it's just like, nothing's going on. You're like, what? Everything's cool. And then all of a sudden it kind of gets a little rough and you're like, Ooh, there's some bumps. And then all of a sudden there's like class three rapids or class four rapids sitting in front of you. You're like, 
but God is there. Yeah. God is there. And we got to be intentional about it. When we're, when we're in ministry, when we're going for, for these things, um, dreams and callings, especially calling, I, I don't use dreams as much as I do callings anymore. There were, you know, I have dreams. I mean, it's always like, oh yeah, you know, that'd be so cool to do this or do that. But like, I am, he's establishing me in my calling, which means it's what he wants me to do. Wow. So within that, I need to be intentional. And I also need to make sure in that, that when it's intentional, right, we understand that it means there's order. Yeah. Wow. See, God is a God of order. Therefore, my life should be ordered. Now, why is moms, you know, I watch my wife, she's a stay-at-home mom, also an entrepreneur, also a podcaster, all these things. I see her just racked all the time. Shh. I work a full-time job. I'm in men's ministry, youth ministry. Like I said, I'm in all of these ministries and I have a three and a half year old that I want to make sure that that ministry gets priority because my priority is my ministry, but I put it in order. God is a God of order. From Genesis, we see that God is a God of order. He puts everything in order in a way that it's going to benefit the next step. So he brought light. Then he brought atmosphere and firmament. Then he brought dry ground and plants. And then he brought the sun, the moon, and the stars. Then he brought the, brought the birds and the sea creatures. Then he brought, brought land animals and humans. And then, of course, he rested. Now think about this. Humans is last. Wow. But everything in front of that benefits us. We can sit there and be like, oh, yeah, the animals and all this stuff. And it all benefits. I mean, when you look at the steps, it benefits. But at the very end of that, he brings us. He says, here I have prepared a place for you. We have that coming too. It's amazing. He prepared a place and he's, and he's preparing a place. And wow. so he established everything in this order. And so when I look at that, I'm like, okay, God is a God of order. And he's also a God of balance. And so if, if, if there's things that we need to let go of, if there's things that we need to bring in, we need to, that's why we're, we're praying, we're pausing and proceeding. Because when we're proceeding, if we know that we're, we're proceeding in his will and his way, and we know that like we're walking that direction, at least in that direction, maybe it's a little off and he'll, he'll correct it. But we know we're not alone. Wow. And so then it's, it's our marriages get covered, our children get covered. Especially as men, and and we're going to get more on that on that next episode that we've, yes. that we've kind of alluded to. But but even in that, we, there's an order that to that as well. And and as men, we have a calling, and as women, we have a calling. Men have to step up the game just a little bit, and so there's there's more involved in this. But but right there, be intentional. Wow. Be intentional in your in your dreams or or your calling, however you want to define it. But and be in order. And be ready to change direction. Wow. That's, I, oh my God, I love that. Just like the changing direction. Because how many times have, I know I've done this. I've, I'm learning not to because it's like when things don't go your way and God detours you, why fight with him? It's right. just like, okay, God, <laughs> I give in. What do you want me to do, right? So I love that you say that because it's it's so true like i think that's where we find true freedom that we understand we're not self-made mm. right we're not it's not about me right. and the minute we understand it's not about me the minute we live in true fearlessness that's what i think oh no um, I agree. Agree. yes i love that as we wrap i would love for you to just kind of give a little bit of advice to that listener. It may be a man, it may be a woman who's like, I'm very curious about this God you guys are talking about. How do I get to know him? Everything. 
reverts back to my peas. <laughs> okay, if you don't understand prayer, then you know what I would say? Communicate. You want to know God? Ask God. You want to know about the Holy Spirit? Ask, like, like hey, look, I, I remember um, there's a group called Alpha. And what it does is it brings in people, non-unbelievers. And there's a facilitator, a pastor, someone who sits there, but it's not about preaching. It's not about opening the Word of God and doing Bible study and, and all these other things. He's there to answer questions. And these people just bring questions. There's, there's, it's not, you're, not, you're not preaching the gospel either. You just, but if, if a question is asked, you answer it. And what's amazing is there was a police officer that came to this alpha group. And he just kept coming and just sitting back and being very silent. And just listening to these people asking questions about God and, and religion and whatever else, you know. Oh, man, that pastor has to be on point, by the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, but, uh, and, and, he, and he just sits there and he listens. And I think it was about three or four weeks they said it went by. And he finally came up after one of the meetings and said, okay, so what should I do? And the, the facilitator looks at him and says, you know what? Start asking the Holy Spirit to reveal himself. Because this guy really wanted to know something. Wow. They said within like three weeks he was saved. Wow. And so I say, ask. Okay, so maybe you don't understand it. Maybe a friend of yours is a believer. Ask the questions. There are no stupid questions. There are no stupid questions. But look, make sure the friend isn't like all religious. I'm sorry. Like, I had to throw that in. Don't make sure that dude's going to take you down and tell you it's all about works and stuff. No. You know, it's very easy to, to be a believer in Jesus Christ. And, and I say ask the questions because that is what's going to take you. And look, watch. Storms just take you back to the beginning of the peas. Pray, pause, proceed. It's just a continual roll. But pray, like pray, ask God, ask God, ask God, ask God, and be genuine in it and just wait for the answer. And maybe open, wow. a, maybe look, maybe open the Bible while you're doing it, you know, and just yeah. say, okay, what is this thing I'm reading? I'll bet you he reveals something. Wow. Okay. That's so good. Oh my goodness. I feel like so much of what you said, we could like just really deep dive into it. But I also know that, um, you know, what like what we're sharing it's it's really the freedom right the freedom to live fearlessly so uh is there anything else that maybe you want to share in your heart as we as we end this episode i like fearless i like fearless my whole life i was afraid of myself god showed me who i was christ showed me who i was changed my whole outlook of who I am. I need to throw my opinion out. And he brought in this fearlessness, like, no, I am somebody. And what, how did I start this? I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. And I truly believe that. And I just want to share this, share this this feeling that I have, this light that I've been given, this this tape being brought from from like despair into like hopefulness. And that is where I want people to be too. Wow. So good. All right, Shay. If anyone's listening who's like, this guy's so cool. Like <laughs> this gringo. I'm as you said. As you I said. Cool. <laughs> where can they connect with you? And I know you got like Twitter and all all the socials. Just pass them out. <laughs> 
Uh, so you can find us at the Pantry Podcast and What's Up with the Watsons on YouTube. Uh, we got that little thing now with our little daughter. She's three and a half, and she loves to do crafts and, and cook. Look, she's been on the counter. It's good. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's been cooking with me since she could sit on the counter. Like I'd, I'd actually put her up against the wall. So she cooks with me. She did the whole Thanksgiving or no Christmas. Which one do we Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, we did the regular gringo style, but she helped me cook the whole thing. Um, go check that out, but also check us out. The pantry podcast, or the pantry podcast um, on YouTube. That is where you can hear from, from me and my wife. Uh, it's all about spiritual nutrition, Jesus, not junk food. And also I'm on Twitter at, at Shay S H E A capital S Lord and the rest Watson W A T S O N. So Shay S cool. Watson. Well, I'll add your links in the show notes to everything. Thank you so much for being on the Fearless Men series. And Michelle, thank you for sitting in. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> no oh, thank pressure. You for this time. Yeah, thank you for letting me be on. It's awesome. Yes. All right, guys. Well, if you love this episode, if it encouraged you, please share it with your amigas, your amigos. Share the link with them, text them the link, tag them on Instagram, and have an amazing day. God bless. Bye. Hey, Mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmohead.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless.